Welcome to the Mind for Success podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Leving, and I love seeing business professionals, leaders, and entrepreneurs have massive success in their businesses. Are you ready to reach a higher level in your business? Are you looking to rise to the top and break through the barriers that are holding you back? If this is you, join us on the Mind for Success podcast as I interview other business professionals, leaders, and entrepreneurs who share their success stories with you. We're going to talk about tapping into your highest potential to easily achieve your highest goals. Before we begin, remember to subscribe and hit the notification button right now so you will be notified of every new episode. Take a deep breath and listen up. You're about to embark on a successful journey to help you break through to those higher levels of success. Now, welcome to the show. Welcome to the next episode of Mind for Success podcast. And I am really excited today to introduce our guest, Deanna Eberts. She is with Keller Williams Realty West. Um, She is on a team called the Platin Group. She's a director of operations there. Uh, She is a business coach, a realtor, Um, She is a known leader in the community, whether she realizes this or not. (laughs) Um, She leads a a women's circle at her church. Um, She was born in Western Kentucky. Um, Her and her husband moved here in 2014. She lives out in Lake St. Louis area, and she's got a really successful business going, and she's got an amazing story. So that's why I invited her on today, and I can't wait for you to hear her story. So welcome, Deanna. Thank you, Kim. I'm excited to be here today. Awesome. And I love your podcast, by the way. So awesome. I love you just getting started and, <laughs> and I'm a faithful listener. So uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, so so I wanted to start because I was I was at a meeting that you are in charge of, of a few weeks, probably a few months ago, and I got to hear your story. You happened to be presenting that day, and I heard your story, and it was just so compelling and inspiring and all those parts. So I wanted you to start with, if you could tell us a little bit about your background and why you got into real estate or how that happened. Oh, thank you. Um, actually, after graduating from college, I became a respiratory therapist in Western Kentucky and was in the healthcare system as a clinician for many years. Um, started a family, decided I wanted to be more in a leadership or management role. So I actually shifted from respiratory therapy and started working with a healthcare company who did contract management for outpatient departments of hospitals. And so they hired me as a program director. I implemented and opened that outpatient center from scratch and ran it for several years, I think about 11 years, and had an opportunity to promote into an area vice president role. Uh, In that role, I had about 20 to 25 hospitals and traveled between two or three states uh, at any given time. Fast forward a few years and I was promoted to senior vice president. And there were seven 
zones in the country. So I was the senior vice president of one of those zones. So there were seven of me, including me. Huh. And we, I had, I think in the Midwest, I had somewhere around 120 hospitals and covered eight states. And then my corporate office was in Jacksonville, Florida. So I was constantly traveling between nine states. Huh. Uh, really didn't realize my health had declined at all, but those around me could see it. But I had determined determination that I was going to retire from that job into my 60s, and <laughs> I absolutely loved what I did. Got a phone call one morning on New Year's Eve morning, on a Sunday morning around 10 or 10.30, and they had made some changes with the company. They were either looking to go public or to sell, which meant they had to start making some changes in leadership and management positions, you know, reorganization, those things. I never dreamed in a million years that my role would be eliminated. Wow. What I thought I was going to hear was, you've got to make some tough decisions. They had already made that decision for me. Mm. So I took early retirement. Never had I ever thought about an early retirement. I'm just not cut out for retirement. But I thought, you know what? I'll give it a shot. And I also had a brand new grandson who actually lived here in the St. Louis area. And so I became a uh, part-time babysitter and realized I wasn't quite cut out for that either. <laughs> I really love my grandchildren, but I wanted to play. I didn't want the job of being a drop-off babysitter. So I worked with Jeannie Hood at Three French Inns in Wildwood for uh, the summer and got to design rooms and really got to meet a lot of people in the area because I had traveled all the time. Got to know family and uh, meet new people in uh, the St. Louis, Lake St. Louis area in our neighborhood. It was at church. I was just having a great time. There was something missing. So my neighbor kept telling me, you really should go into real estate. You're perfect for it. You have the drive for it. You have the personality and the skills for it. You really should do it. Part of my role as a senior vice president had been contract management. Okay, well, we do a lot of contract management in real estate. So we literally were out shoveling snow and ice in our cul-de-sac, and he just kept pushing and pushing. Uh, so the next week, I actually looked into it, enrolled in school, got my license, and decided to join Keller Williams Realty West, which at the time had an office in Lake St. Louis and O'Fallon. We've combined those since then. And it was interesting because I went into real estate thinking that you just help people buy or sell houses, but it wasn't moving very quickly for me. Mm. I was really struggling. And so part of what I needed to do was some self-reflection that I was ignoring. So I started working on my health a little bit, but it was the mindset. And I very much had a victim mentality mm. and just didn't really understand what that looked like. I'd never had it in my life. And suddenly I had this victim mentality and it was just paralyzing me, holding me back from moving forward. Again, the people around me saw it, those closest to me saw it, but I wasn't having any part of a victim mentality, although I had it. <laughs> <laughs> and fortunately within Keller Williams Realty internationally, they have what's called, called a bold uh, agent program. It's a special training and it's intense and they shove you out of your comfort zone. Hmm. You can't just sit there and uh, succeed. They hold you accountable. 
um, lots of coaching, but it is, it's like a hardcore boot camp for real estate. Um, and so I was determined to go through Bolt. I also went through two other specialized trainings as a brand new agent. Why in the world I inflicted all of that on me at the same time, I don't know, but I did. And it was actually the perfect thing I needed because it's an eight week course. Week one, week two, week three, I was sweating. And I thought, man, I'm never going to make it through. And we had groups of people at each table. And every week we were accountable to each other. And we had to set goals and, and we had to share them in writing and we had to, to share them vocally. And so there was no skirting around it. You either did the work or you didn't. And if you didn't do the work, you got a foul for your whole team. Oh. That was tough. Yeah. And that first or second time that I didn't fulfill my obligation and we took a foul, I took a really hard look at myself and decided you have got to get yourself in check. And at the same time, I have a grandson that was nine and he was staying with us that summer. And in the morning, he would throw up a double high five and say, hey, Didi, go out there and be bold today. Oh, how and sweet. I thought, here I've got this nine-year-old accountability partner in my own house, and he's telling me to go out there and be bold. He knew a little bit about what I was going through. Week six, I walked out of class, and it was gone. The victim mentality was gone, mm. and I was ready to move forward, and I've never looked back since. That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. So, Sometimes it's that surrounding yourself with the right people and putting yourself in the right, in the right programs to get rid of it. It's very humbling. And you have to allow yourself some vulnerability that a lot of us are not very good at. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love your story. I love how you got, how you fell into what you're doing now because you're so good at it. That's Thank what I you. see. You're so good at it. And I love it. <laughs> I never thought I would love anything outside of this other job, but I went from healthcare to real estate. Who knew? Right. <laughs> so, so that goes into a little bit of my next question. And that is, are there certain types of skill sets? And I know you probably get that question a lot. Are there certain types of skill sets that you need to do what you're doing? That is a wonderful question because most people considering real estate are going to ask that. Interestingly enough, in real estate, we get teachers, first responders, people from corporate America who've decided they want to own their own business now and not work for someone else. We have stay-at-home moms that kids have graduated or they're empty nesters and now suddenly they're trying to figure out what their career is going to be and they're in their 40s, 50s, 60s. Real estate is a second and third career for a lot of people. So, uh, and then recently we've seen a lot of kids coming out of college saying, I want to be a realtor. So we have a very, we have a whole network of young professionals, uh, going into different industries that we are trying to nurture and coddle to some degree and help them find success. But yes, skill sets, um, I kind of transa transition, uh, that conversation into roles. What role is best suited for you in the world of real estate? It may not be buying and selling houses. It may be more on the investment side. It may be land. It could be a number of things when it comes to the actual sale of real estate. Uh, it could be commercial. However, within Keller Williams, there's over 45 different roles in real estate. Wow. I had no clue. <laughs> I walked in expecting to help people buy and sell houses. And then suddenly... 
there was this uh, tech professional and over here there was a transition coordinator and over here we have an accountant and over here we have uh, you know a marketing and promotion and design center and so all of a sudden I started to realize we've got all of these different roles within Keller Williams in the world of real estate and one of the important things to know is that uh, some of us are better suited for teams and some of us are better suited for solos, a uh, solo career in real estate. Um, one of the things I love about Keller Williams is they have what's called a KPA, and it is the Keller uh, Personality Assessment. That assessment creates a job match or a job fit, if you will, so that when you come into real estate and you're looking at your KPA results, it tells me whether Kim would be better suited for a team leader position or a solo agent or a listing agent, or maybe you would work better with buyers. And it's more about your natural ability and your skill set. Mm. So what I, what I like to say is realtors truly are private detectives. We're data <laughs> analysts. We are researchers. We never call ourselves stalkers, but <laughs> uh, we do a little stalking on Facebook and, and LinkedIn looking for other professionals who might want to work with us. We are marketing and promotion and we become social media experts, administrative, transaction coordinators, marketing liaisons. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. We have real estate teams that go on to be expansion teams in other areas. Mm. So one of the teams in our area has now gone and created an expansion team in Washington, in Columbia, in Montgomery City, and the list is endless. So it is a broad topic that a lot of people don't realize uh, that there is probably a place for them if they really wanted to investigate. Yeah. And I would imagine even if you were a teacher or whatever it was, even your last background, your, yeah. you know, what you healthcare. did healthcare, in healthcare, <laughs> those skills would still apply. Absolutely. In what you're doing now. Absolutely. I was in uh, contract management. Well, guess what? I'm negotiating contracts every single day now. Uh, so it's very comfortable. When I am uh, working with a potential seller and we're trying to come up with comparable properties to theirs, I'm having to do some research. I'm having to analyze data, put together spreadsheets and uh, reports. Those are all things I did in my former career. Uh, education, that's a huge part of what we do because we have first-time sellers, first-time buyers. They've never done this before. And I love the educational component. Yeah. Uh, as a business coach, I get to do a lot of the training in our uh, brokerage. And so at any given time, I've got uh, 28 to 30 new agents coming in who we learned ethics and law in real estate school. That's what they teach us, right? Stay out of jail, do things the right way for the right reasons and do it with uh, ethics and morals. But then they didn't teach you how to go out and negotiate or buy or sell real estate. <laughs> they didn't teach us how to find clients, right? So that's, that's part of my job and the skill sets I brought with me from my former job worked beautifully with what I'm doing now. Matter of fact, I came in to be a realtor 
And about six months into it, I told my business coach at the time, he was standing at the front of the room and I said, in the next year or two, I'm going to be doing what you do. Mm. And he started laughing and he said, okay, we'll just see about that. <laughs> uh, within less than two years, I was in that position. Yeah, that's awesome. He was that's ready awesome. to do some semi-retirement and travel with his wife and the timing was perfect. So, yeah, yeah. And you're perfectly suited for it. That's evident. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can tell you love it. Yeah. So, so in leading your team, you've got, um, you said 28 to 30 new agents that you're working with at any given time. Um, I think I remember you saying they stay with you for yeah, as a lot long of as they need to. Right. There's not an end date. So, and it's separate from what I do for the Platinum Group. So within the okay. Platinum Group, there's eight of us on the team. And as director of operations, I'm helping them with systems and models and job aids and process and that type of thing. Because I came from an operations background. Okay. Uh, and that's another thing. I was missing a little bit of that. So now I do that part-time for the Platinum Group because I don't oh. have enough hats to wear. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Um, that's one part of it. My role as a business coach is for the whole market center, the whole brokerage. We have um, probably 210, 211 uh, agents within our brokerage and the O'Fallon office. So they are constantly recruiting uh, potential colleagues into the office. And when that happens, someone's got to teach them how to fill out forms, negotiate, uh, deals, manage those until closing day. And it's a lot of handholding. And what we don't want is for people to get their license and then just be kind of thrown out there and said, good luck with that. Uh, call when you need me. Our, our approach is I'm going to hold your hand through every single step, like it or not. We're going to teach you best practices. Uh, we're going to show you how to come from contribution mm -hmm. and develop a clientele who want to refer to you from now on you're going to have your core group of referring uh clients and then you're going to have your networking people which is where I, I met you so right right uh yeah so we teach them all aspects of the business you and, really set them up for success yes and it we teach them like how that. to run a business a lot of these people mm -hmm. have never run their own business before uh so budgets are new um, business planning is new, managing taxes and being a 1099 is new. You know, most of them have salaries. They're coming in with um, having 401ks and insurance, and now they're having to get all that by themselves. Very rewarding to see um, people succeed when they want it enough. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. That's awesome. One, a so, couple of our success stories I have to share with you. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. So we had a gal who the first time I met with her, she literally stopped by the office uh, and said, I'm, uh, I've got my real estate license and I'm looking to find a brokerage. Tell me why I should join yours. So it was a very impromptu meeting, which doesn't happen a lot. But I could tell there was this drive and she had three jobs plus her new job as a realtor. And part of that coaching was something has to give. You can't just dabble in four different jobs. You've got to become very, very good, very proficient in one or two of those. So she took a leap of faith and dropped two of those jobs. Wow. To put more focus into real estate. And the 
business plan that we set up for her was within six months, you're going to give up that other job and you're going to do real estate full time. Mm. And she did. Oh, and I love it. <laughs> highly successful, highly successful and continues to be. Yeah. And the nice thing is she's a solo agent. She's currently on maternity leave and mm -hmm. she has a whole family of agents within our office taking care of her clients just as though she were there. And she can run her business without interruption or disruption while she's growing her family. Mm -hmm. And that's one of our core beliefs is, you know, come from contribution, but it's always God family business in that order. I love it. Yes. And then it. I have another big success story. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so I just <laughs> I love it. mom. After uh -huh. 10 years, she'd been a stay-at-home mom after 10 years. Uh, her, you know, she decided it was time to get back into the workforce and she got her real estate license and then went, now what? <laughs> she became rookie of the year her first year. Wow. So when we talk about skill sets, sometimes it's not just the skills, it's the mindset. It's the motivation. It's the why behind the job. Yeah. Uh, and, or the career change. Yeah. And that leads me into my next question perfectly. <laughs> so thank you for that setup. But, <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, but how do you keep people motivated? How do you keep them? How do you keep your people on your team um, keep moving forward and going after what they want? What a great question. Uh, because that's probably the hardest part of all of this, Kim. It's the most important and it's the toughest. People are always going to want to buy and sell houses. It's a given. They need right. housing. Look at COVID. House in place, right? We got to have houses. But sometimes their motivation and their mindset wavers. Oftentimes it does. So when they come into business coaching and they're part of my productivity coaching team, we have a whole needs assessment. And then I ask them the question, why real estate? Why are you here? What are your goals? And so when that motivation starts to decline, or is in question, we have to revisit that needs assessment. Mm -hmm. When we met three months ago, you said this, you wanted this, what changed? What's happened? Do you understand the work that needs to go into this to make you successful? And I do share my story sometimes, if it's appropriate, because I see people come in after losing a job, losing a spouse, going through a divorce, and they are their confidence is just shaken to the core and in those times, I feel like it's important to share my story because I've been there. Yeah. And now I've got a solid six-figure income, just like I had with my other job. Mm -hmm. And it's because I got away from the victim mentality and realized that a whole new door had opened. I had new friends, new people. I had all the success in the world right there for the, the taking. And so we have those conversations. People come in my office and they say, all right, I just need to cry a little. I have a lot of Kleenex in my office. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's okay. But we can't just always cry. We have to cry, get it out of our system, and then come up with a plan to move forward. And sometimes we do have to tweak their business plan. We have to make sure. adjustments. Uh, I can't want it more than they do. And that was the hardest lesson for me. I just can't want it more for them than they do. Yeah, I can relate to that in my early coaching years. <laughs> that was a hard lesson learned. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. an uphill battle. <laughs> it is. It it's is. Like, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't work when they're not motivated. 
Um, but I love how you take them back to what their why is and, and what their end goal, like what they wanted in the very beginning. It's huge. And the business is there for the taking. I don't care how many realtors there are in the area. There's plenty of business. We have a significant turnover and realtors across the country. Mm. It's a, it's not easy. It's tough. And we're in a changing environment. seems like we're always in a changing environment. Right. Uh, and so you do have to be a bit of a change agent uh, in some sense, but you have to want it. You have to be motivated for the right reasons. And sometimes we have to revisit that. So, yeah, I love it. I can imagine what your team and just, and just how motivated they are being under your, your direction and your guidance. Sometimes they love me and sometimes they don't. <laughs> Right. And that's okay. And I tell them, I'm your coach. I'm not your best friend. I'm, right. I'm going to put it out. You're paying me to, to give it to you straight. So um, it, I would be doing you no uh, favors by just letting you get by um, and making excuses. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love it. This has been so great. So what's the best way for people to, to connect with you? Um, and uh, if they want to find out more about getting involved in real estate or buying a home, selling a home, any of the, any of the above, how do they connect with you? I am much better by phone okay. than I am email. Uh, my phone number is 636-542-8679. Uh, I'm often with clients, but if you shoot me a text, make sure to include your name and that you are interested in talking about real estate or coaching and what that looks like, I'm happy to have that discussion and schedule a one-on-one. -on -one. I also have a link, which I'll share with you on my website for our Keller uh, School of Real Estate. Mm -hmm. So last November, Keller Williams partnered with Kaplan Education Systems, and we have got a fabulous real estate school now. And we absorb the cost of that, whether or not you choose Keller Williams as your brokerage of choice, it doesn't matter. Uh -huh. um, but we wanted to provide an opportunity for more people to uh, go into real estate. And a lot of those people just don't have the funds to do it. And we wanted to create an opportunity for them. I yeah. love it. So we'll put that link in the show notes for everybody so, so, so that they can get to that. And I just want to thank you because you gave us so much value. There's so much value in your story and your experience, um, really for anybody that's running a business, whether it be real estate or something else, in just the right mindset and, you know, what to do when you're in the dumps and also like how to keep going. So great value today. Oh, thank you, Kim. I look forward to future podcasts with you and lots of different topics. Uh, I have a laundry list since we I talked know. last. <laughs> Uh, you know, the, the power of networking, business-to-business -business networking, is finding like-minded people yes. who want uh, better for themselves, be better for those around them. Um, my end goal is to help people experience homeownership mm. and to help business owners and business leaders expand their footprint. So I love thank it. you for having me today. <laughs> thank you so much. It was, it was great to have you on and uh, I can't wait for this episode to come out. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for being a part of the Mind for Success podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, 
I want to invite you to go check out a free training that I have at 4hourresults.live. It's a training that I have on how you can increase your sales, move yourself or your team into massive action, and break through the plateau of your growth. And again, that free training can be found at 4hourresults.live. I hope you found massive value in listening today. Please always leave your comments, feedback, or questions. We check them all, and I want you to go achieve massive success and make sure you join us again next week. Have an amazing day.